Wow, I am an idiot. Not only do I really not want to be in academia, but I also really don't want to be with you. Emery, he called as I marched toward the door. It's been three years. You can't do this. I whipped around. Tell me you're not fucking anyone else and that I'm the only girl for you. He ran a shaky hand back through his long blonde hair. He thought he was the cool professor, the one everyone could talk to about not just their research problems, but also their life problems. He'd reeled me in that way, and like a fool, I'd been blinded by the nice suits, fancy dinners, and finally finding a man on the same level as me. Turned out, he was just a rat. When he didn't respond, I scoffed at him. That's what I thought. Walking out of his office was one of the most liberating experiences of my life. He deserved to lose his job for what he had done all these years, but I didn't have it in me to go there just yet. I walked into the history department and filled out the appropriate paperwork to withdraw from the program. Maybe one day I would want to go back and finish my Ph.D., but today I knew that I had come to the end of the line. One too many panic attacks— my first ever prescription for Xanax, and a dissertation topic that seemed perpetually out of reach had done me in. Screw academia. I drove my Subaru Forester back to my one-bedroom studio, cursing Austin traffic the whole way. How was it possible for there to be bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic at all times? Three years' worth of neglect had taken over my apartment— and my head ached from just imagining what to do with it all. At that moment, my life was completely open before me. No obligations. No job. No future. I rolled my eyes at my own ridiculous thoughts and began to stuff half of my closet into the two suitcases I had. An hour later, I tucked my MacBook into my leather bag, remembered to grab my phone and computer charger, and kissed Austin goodbye. I'd eventually have to come back for the rest of my shit, but for now, all I was going to do was kick up the Christmas tunes and drive the six hours home to Lubbock. The weird thing about Lubbock was most people had no idea where it was, and when you told them that it was actually not full of tumbleweeds or overrun by the desert, they'd seem surprised. As if that was all there was in West Texas. It was a city of 300,000 people, for Christ's sake. The four years I had been in Norman at the University of Oklahoma, I'd gotten so good at responding to strangers' questions about where I was from that I still hadn't broken the habit of telling people I was from Texas, even when I'd moved back to Texas. It would inevitably be followed up with a, Where? And then I would have to explain, Lubbock, it's West Texas. Stuff actually exists there. Texas Tech and Buddy Holly. People would nod, but I didn't think anyone really believed me since they hadn't been to West Texas. My sister, Kimber, was waiting for me outside when I pulled up to her brand spanking new house. She placed a hand on her swollen prego belly, and her four-year-old daughter, Lillianne, ran around her ankles. I put my car in park and jumped out in a hurry to scoop up my little niece. Hey, Lilybug, I said, twirling her in a circle before swinging her onto my hip. Lilies aren't bugs, Auntie M. Lilies are flowers. That they are, smarty pants. Hey, M, Kimber said, 
pulling me in for a hug. Hey, Kimmy. Rough day, she asked. You could say that. I dropped Lillianne back on her feet and opened the trunk. Kimber hoisted the smaller suitcase out of the trunk, and I wheeled the larger one into her ginormous house. Em, do you want to see my new dress? It has dinosaurs on it. Dinosaurs say wah, Lillianne said. Not now, Lily. We have to get Emery into a guest room. Can you show her where to go? Kimber asked. Lillianne's eyes lit up, and she raced for the stairs at lightning speed. Come on, Auntie Em, I know the way. Kimber sighed, exhausted. I'm glad you're here. Me too. She's a handful, but it's good to have her. How else would I be able to find my way around here? I joked as we made our way up the stairs after Lillianne. Seriously, are we in Beauty and the Beast? Is there a West Wing I should avoid?